Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. Story number one. Hunter in the Office, written by Clonk3D. The following document has been transcribed to English by the Neurophonics Read Easy version 14.2. Easy understanding and accurate meaning at a push of a button. My name is Dodo Dex Dekdow, Dick 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 D, Dis Dodo Dodo Dekdow, Dex, and my position is Office General Manager of the Requisitia Limited. The yearly audit has come around again. The self-monitoring office is sending a new hire to conduct said audit. I have been informed that they want an informal personality and performance evaluation regarding the new accountant. This evaluation is mainly being done due to certain rumors regarding the species of the new hire. The accountant species is human. Humans are a hunting species. This alone makes them part of an extremely rare and dangerous cadre. To complicate matters further, there is a growing body of evidence that their instinctual hunting drive is still fully active and undiminished by the demands of post-wilderness evolution. Some at Requisista Limited, myself included, believe that it is not advisable to bring such a species into the corporate environment for long periods of time. If there is a chance of the human losing control and hunting other members of staff, such an event might be prevented. This brings us back to both the point of this document and the starting place. Day 1 It should be noted that certain members of the staff have been armed with capsaicin bombs, which should incapacitate the human with minimal harm to the rest of the staff, should they be needed. The accountant will spend the majority of his time within the records room, which will minimize his interactions with the rest of the office staff. Some of my more important initial assumptions and observations can be found behind the sentence. The accountant is named Orion. His eye layout is typical of a hunter, allowing for focus on only one task at a time. I believe this will cause an increase in time it takes for him to complete the audit by about 20 to 50% over the previous audits. He also displays several other hunting species adaptations, including a semi-flexible torso and wide, mobile feet. He has not displayed active hunting behavior so far, moving and conversing in a professional manner. He has brought his meal in a sealed and opaque container, so I cannot determine the contents of his typical diet. I somehow missed him eating today. I will have to watch him more carefully tomorrow. Day 2 More evidence of my initial assumption regarding the manner in which Orion works. He places one document in front of him to study. Occasionally, he will move his head to another document placed off to the side. He also does not stand still while working, making slow, shifting motions with his feet in a rather unconscious manner. The information packet I receive based on humans mentions that this is an expected behavior and is used to help the accountant pump blood higher into his body. I guess hunter species don't need to worry about conserving as many calories when nature designed them to steal the calories from others. Such behavior is rather unsettling and may make some nervous and less likely to positively interact with Orion. 
He also concentrates his eating time into a single break in which he consumes all his food almost without stopping. This is rather disturbing if one stops and thinks that he eats in such a way because he is designed to kill, then eat his prey as quickly as possible to prevent spoilage and theft of the carcass. Watching Orion eat was fascinating, yet disturbing, like being at a zoo or watching a nature documentary. Watching him chew actually reminded me of a juvenile zagat pipe griddle, but uglier. The upshot of this rather barbaric behavior is that he seems to require less breaks to eat. I still recommend that he eat in private location in the future. After talking with him, I have booked times in a conference room for at least seven days to allow him to take his meal breaks without bothering other members of the office ecosystem. The meal he brought today was clearly ubiquitous lettuce from the local market with an unknown source. Day 3 According to Orion, he has found no discrepancy so far. He delivered this report on time, yet seems a little unused to office etiquette. He smiled while delivering his report of the day, reviewing the footage of the incident. I believe that action was unconscious. I recommend more training on the stigmas associated with smiling for Orion. During the day, I noticed him leaning his arm on the desk for an extended period of time. I do not see any mention of this in the information packet, and if he is retained, it should be determined if the current desk style that he is using is ergonomic for his species. Orion also spent on average 12-14% to 14% more time per document today than he did on day one of the audit. Surprisingly, he is making excellent time. I estimate that he has completed about 86% of the audit so far and should be done tomorrow provided his pace continues at the current rate. He tends to spend slightly longer per document than other species would, but makes up for this inadequacy by working with fewer breaks. Day 4 It is my belief that humans have fully retained their hunting instincts as feared. As he was nearing the end of the audit, I noticed Orion suddenly went into hunting mode, as evidenced by an increase in heart rate, sudden shift in his movement pattern, and semi-erratic binocular scanning behavior. He laid several documents on the table and then, to my surprise, did what I can only describe as stalking the papers. He moved slowly, deliberately, and silently, dragging one finger down the page in an alignment with the scanning vision, stopping abruptly partway down the page. He then turned and seized another paper from the desk and separated it from its pack, bringing it up to his face and scanning quickly for any weakness trapped in the link. After nearly an imperceptible refocusing of his gaze, his orbs locked onto another erroneous text. Quickly, he pinned the paper back to the desk while he grabbed his weapon, a five-inch long gel ink pen colored in the blue of death, and begins to transcribe the error. This task done, he manages to snap out of his hunting haze, returning to the same methodical work he had shown earlier as his heart rate evens out. Worryingly, he seems to not even consider that his behavior may be distressing or is pretending to act like such a behavior is normal as power play in office politics. Discounting this incident, he was professional and had his assembled report submitted before the end of the day. Conclusion In short, it seems that humans are creatures of primitive biology with such a hunting instinct intact while amongst the stars. Luckily, their baser urges seem to accept numbers and errors as acceptable prey, possibly sparing their fellow creatures. 
At this time, I am not comfortable around Orion due to the behavior displayed on the final day of the audit. Yet I must admit that he was effective as his assigned task. Completing in four days what typically takes five days on average. I believe further observation of Orion and other humans by an expert is necessary to fully understand the limits of this hunting species. End of story. Story number two. The Crowd Pleaser, written by Alt Cipher. The roar in the arena was deafening. Keith stared ahead at the monstrosity that lumbered through the opposing doors. Ten feet tall, dragging a spiked tail behind it. Huge tearing teeth in a mouth that looked like a nightmare. It threw up its hands, basking in the adulation of the crowd. The monster turned and glared at the human. Keith knew that he should have felt like a child next to this thing, but he didn't. Keith knew he should fear for his life, but he didn't. Keith knew he should run or panic or do anything other than just stand there, but he didn't. Keith saw a raw animal cunning in the beast's eyes and moved to his left, silently sliding around to circle Keith. The damn thing was faster than anything that size had a right to be. Keith was beyond caring. The monster lunged at Keith, but stopped short. It was testing him, seeing if it could rattle him. Keith held the monster's glare. Around the arena, the two contestants paced. The crowd began quieting. The beast took a swipe with its tail, but it was half-hearted and too far away. Keith stepped out of the way without a worry. A single boo fell from the crowd, then another. Then another, soon the whole great room wavered under the scorn of the audience. The monster took this opportunity to snap at Keith. Instead of ducking back, as any sane being would do, Keith stepped into the snap. In one fluid movement, the blade he had tucked away in his sleeve flashed out and stabbed up through the soft palate of the monster's mouth and into its brain. Keith saw its eyes go wide, and then, just for a moment... He saw the monster's eyes turn sad just before the light left them forever. The monster collapsed to the ground at Keith's feet. The ground was silent. They had come for a battle, a contest of worlds. Instead, they had been shown an execution. They still had the fire in them. They still had the bloodlust. Keith heard the murmurs start, then a whip around the arena. He no longer cared. Back in the pen that doubled as a dressing room, his trainer slash master looked him over. Not a scratch on ya, the grey-skinned alien said. Nope, Keith replied. Damn it, I told you they were here for the show. And I told you I only signed on for the killing, me or them. I don't much care, but I'm not an entertainer. You bring me someone who can put up a fight, maybe you'll get more of a show, Keith said. I never should have taken you from the backwater planet. I thought I discovered the next big thing. Instead, all I got was a creature with no showmanship. My people gave up these kinds of things long ago, Keith said, but we still carry the memories in our genes. You want blood sports? I'll give you blood sports. But don't think I'm going to drag out some fight because you picked a crappy opponent. You find me someone who can stand against me. 119. I put you in 119 matches. They all end the same. Within a handful of minutes, you've killed your opponent with no flair. Crowds are starting to get bored with this act. Maybe I need a new kind of opponent for you. How many other species are there? How many of them are a real threat? 
Oh, there are several hundred more species, only you've already taken out the ones that could pose a real threat to you. Oh, I think we need to go in another direction. Four months later, Keith was back in the arena. The crowds were yelling again, the smell of too many bodies packed too closely pulled at his senses. The trainer slash master wouldn't say anything about the new opponent, just that it was all he could think of to actually challenge Keith. The opposite doors rolled open. A human walked out, unarmed and unafraid. Keith nodded, and for the first time in a very long time, he smiled. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.